Hi, I'm Irene Yanku, and this is my podcast. I have spent my entire career in dentistry learning. Learning about new technology, techniques to better my clinical skills, and now I'm a practice owner and leader. In life as a learner, I've noticed my truest love for learning has not been about teeth or what material is best to use for a core buildup. It's been learning about people in our dental community. The educators, scientists, clinicians, business owners, and advocates, their stories, their lives, their why, and their what's next. Getting to know them as humans, identifying how they work, what their rituals are, while highlighting them as the true trailblazers in dentistry. And that's what I do here on the show. So hold on to your suction. It's about to get slippery here on the Tooth or Dare podcast. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Peeps, with your peep, Irene. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a great day if you're driving to work. What's up? If you're watching this on YouTube, hello. I'm going to keep this intro short because I want to get right into this episode. We did a part one with Dr. Neki Jamal last week um, where he shared a pretty inspirational story of how he got started in dentistry, kind of the final words that his mom said to him and how he took that and created an actionable life plan which is amazing for a 13 year old. Um, In this episode we talked about his lecture and he was at ODA, we recorded this live at the Philips Sonicare booth and he was telling us about um, you know the reason he put together this lecture series is to help general dentists navigate some difficult uh, perhaps post-operative or even operative complications that can arise doing third molar extractions and how to make them a little bit easier. Um, so if that's a question that you might have or know someone that struggles with third molar extractions, then I encourage you to share this episode with them. So here it is. Enjoy. And uh, I'll catch you next week. I'm going to share the episode that I did with him and his um, podcast co-host, Akil, on the Hi, I'm Doctor podcast next week. So it'll be a crossover podcast episode. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, please help you. Bye. Welcome back, peeps, to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, part two with Dr. Neki Jamal. In the last episode, you heard all about why he became a dentist. If you haven't listened to it or watched it on YouTube, you should go back now because you don't want to miss that um, we were a little teary. <laughs> there were some tears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your why you're here at ODA. We're yeah. recording this live on the trade show floor. Trade show just opened, so the swarms of people are showing up at the Phillips booth. Thank you for letting us record this Absolutely. here. Um, you've got a few lectures over the next few days. Complicate, ex- complicated extractions made simple, tricky, third molars. You're a general dentist a that has focused your entire now current practice life to thirds and exos yeah. and implants and having prepped a tooth or crown and... But I, I need to qualify. Years. I need to qualify that, though, Irene, <laughs> because I hear this a lot. But your practice is a general practice. It's a it's a proud general practice. And you are just 
just you are the guy in the practice that does this. So it's this like intricate referral system. Yeah. The, How does the practice work? So I live in a rural area. Okay. Let, let's take a step back. I, I, right off the bat, I get so many people right away saying, who the hell do you think you are? Who says that? Oh, other GPs. You know, we all oh, got egos. We got egos in this profession. We all got egos. I'm looking at you, GPs. Where are you? <laughs> Which camera do I look at? Just, no, just but you know, I hear, it from, I hear it from surgeons too, right? And I say to everyone, I say, oh, let's just take our egos off the table for a sec. And I say, did anyone show you how to take out a tooth properly? Well, no, dental school let you down, right? Well, yeah. How do you know what to take on and what to refer? Yeah. Why don't you let, why don't we listen to each other? We've all been in the shit. We've all been in way in over our heads. And yet we kind of hide our failures and we hide our mistakes because we're too scared to be proud of them. And I'm, my entire lecture is not about how you take out teeth. It's showing you where I messed up. Mm. It's showing you what to take on and what to refer. Learn from my mistakes. I, I want to be, like I said in the last podcast, I want to be your hype man. I want to show you how to succeed. But a lot of my practice is knowing what I cannot take on. Yeah. And, and so many people, like, they're proud to show me their Instagram photos. And I'm like, that doesn't make you a good dentist. Showing me your highlight reel? Yeah. <laughs> show me your failures, show, bro. Show me when you were benched. Yeah. Show me, show me when you got scolded. That's what makes me proud. And I still remember my very first tooth, my very first tooth in practice. I go to split it, don't really know what I'm doing, right? Because dental school didn't prepare me. Okay, I'm, I'm working in a rural area. Push the palatal root of an upper six right into the sinus. socket. Yeah, oh right no. into the sinus. And like, uh, how do you start off a career like that? So I go so tail, you do? Be tail between my legs to the oral surgeon. Yo, what? what, what, what hey I don't friend. even know. What yeah, hey friend, I just graduated. My name's Neki. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you, you, you better write my name down because I'm going to be sending you everything no. for the rest of my life. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me. So what did he do? Well, he, he got it up. Yeah, he did. He, well, I referred him. How did he do it? Two and a half hours away. Oh, yeah, no. he made a hole in the sinus and, and got it out. Called Walt Luke. But I, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because then it was like, so oh, what would you I'm have done differently at this point? So how? Learn how to section teeth. Yeah. Learn that access and visibility is the most important thing. And without that, you can't even begin. Mm. Everything we do in dentistry comes down to access and visibility. If you can't see what you're doing, stop. Because yeah. that's when you're going to be in the shit. Yeah. And so that, that's the stuff I want to teach is I want to show you when I'm looking at an x-ray. How do I know I'm going to have an oral antral communication? How do you know if this is at risk of a broken jaw? How do you know all the signs of possible Did you say at risk for a broken jaw? Yeah. Like, no, we don't, we don't want to be taking out a 58-year-old distoangular full bone. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is but like okay. some general dentist. Just because it's in your chair does not mean you have to take it out. Yeah. And that's where I think that's the missing link is, is, is at every one of my lectures, I say, let's all put down our, all put down our guard and let's share our failures. Mm. Let's do this. I'm going to show you mine. Okay, and then if you want to talk to me about yours and see how we can like treatment plan this, because there's so many new dentists in the room. Yeah. And I find in dentistry, there's the Dunning-Kruger effect times 10. So, <laughs> so we know what that is. Yeah, when, the when cat we, in the box. Yeah. When we, yeah. Well, when we we, I literally just did a whole episode on yeah. the cat in the box. Yeah. yeah you, when you're a brand new grad, you think you're on top of the world. You think you know everything. Yeah. And then you realize, you know, five years out, oh, maybe I don't know anything. 10 years out, you're like, Oh, now I'm scared to take on things because I know this is coming right back at me. 20 years out, I don't even want to do any of that anymore. Yeah. And so why don't we just speed up that process? And, and that's, that's why I teach. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, I, t- I want to take the ego. I want to see your yeah. failures. I feel like those would be really cool, like <laughs> individual little YouTube podcast videos. Yeah. You should totally like put up a camera and record the whole thing. <laughs> that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. You're right. I mean, people want to learn from mistakes, but we're so afraid of like you know our college coming at us totally. or like the uh, our colleagues not being so kind in the comments. Like absolutely, you know that yeah. that's that's a, I, I struggle with that too. And you're right. Like the highlight really is so much easier to post. Yeah. Than and, the failures. And it's not fair that like, you know, you Would send you? all your crap to the oral surgeon. Sure. Like the oral surgery office is not a complication cemetery. Sure. You know what I mean? Like that's not where you just pawn all your patients off to because then they get upset at you and, then, sure. and that's not fair for them. And then it becomes this dynamic of, of yeah, know, just, just poor relationships. And I that's had, what I'm trying to I had avoid. this great conversation with an oral surgeon. Um, I'll link the, the episode below with um, Dr. Bloody Tooth Guy. Uh, Jason Auerbach before he came out like officially to the world as who he was we had this like video call I was like damn I can't believe I get to see his face first um and that's one thing that he said (laughs) yeah yeah, I was just like I was like fangirling over like the face I was like I can't he I yeah it was really funny it was a really funny episode but that was one thing that I took away from that is he mentioned like I asked him what are your favorite procedures to do it's a question that I asked he's like oh I love placing implants they don't specifically love the gory gross stuff like and and oral surgery has this like preconceived notion that you know they're just like big barbaric dudes just like banging in the the local anesthetic at like a thousand miles per hour and like ripping teeth out but there's like a lot of finesse that oral surgery has too a lot of soft tissue stuff that gets managed uh, but they have, like, you know, everyone just feels like, well, I'm going to send my delicate stuff to my periodontist, but I'm going to send the hardcore stuff to my oral surgeon. Yeah. And he's like, that's not true. He's like, I'm just as good, if not better, at placing in delicate stuff because I can also do, like, the other stuff yeah. as well. So having that conversation was a takeaway. So I, like, picked up the phone and I called both of the people that I refer to. I was like, hey, Dr. Bud, tell me about your favorite procedures. And yeah. I did the same thing with my oral surgeon. And interestingly enough, they were very different. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Like, I used to send this to... Oral surge. I'm going to now send this to Perio a little yeah, bit more. Absolutely. Like understanding what each one of those clinicians yeah, prefers. Ab- absolutely. What would you say the like top three most scary things would be for a general dentist when starting any form of like surgical interventions in their practice? So you're a new grad. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to dabble a little. What's the scariest thing that could happen this to like an everyday patient? Oh man! I guess every other than patient, the perf, other than the root in the sinus. Yeah. I think scariest, like right off the bat, is um, you go to take out because the like an upper third molar. Yeah. They can be the easiest teeth you take out, and they can be the hardest teeth you take out. And understanding which one's hard and which one's not, because if you push it distally, it goes in the infratemporal fossa or another or another facial space, and that's dangerous stuff. Yeah. And and a lot of dentists don't even know that exists. They just say, oh, it's small. Let me just go after it. Yeah. And, and they really shouldn't be, and that's what I'm talking about in my lecture, but um, that that's something super scary. Uh, second one is not understanding, like, the possibility of paresthesia or, or mandibular nerve damage when you're taking mm. out a tooth. You have to know how to assess it, whether that's through pan, CBCT, understanding what you yeah. get into. But also just broken root tips. I'd hmm. say that's the most common thing dentists go up against. And they break them, can't get them. It starts bleeding. So they start digging and digging and digging. And they make a simple situation 100 times worse. The right. most common thing we're, we will see is broken root tips. And if we can 
you know, learn how to section teeth a little bit uh, uh, or what the right instrument yeah, to yeah, use in right, a certain right situation. Yeah, we can we can avoid a lot of those situations. Yeah. But, uh, as a new grad, I didn't know how to do any of those. Yeah. And my mentor just just was a dick. Oh. And so here I am in a rural area trying to learn as I go. And then I just... Your thought, ben- mentor yeah. wasn't really a mentor. No. <laughs> and, and so, you know, you, you seek mentorship and you go to different courses and, and you meet different people. And, and I've been throughout the world and, and learning from different dentists. And I would volunteer everywhere i've been on 19 mission trips that's cool and we uh i learned from the from the dentists on those trips and and there were some of them were surgeons some were gps and they're like necky this is where you have to push this is how you avoid this this is how you avoid that and you t- continue to take courses and then you put it all together and that's that's where i am today cool yeah all right well i like to end off part two with some tough questions let's do it are you open yeah yeah do you have any guilty pleasures <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. And I, I binge a ton of Netflix in the middle of the night. Really? Yeah. In the middle of the night? In the like of the 3 a.m. Netflix? Yeah. How do you like wor- well, function I'll, the next day? I'll sleep until I'll go like 11 till 3 and then I just wake up. And when I wake up, I, I just can't go back to sleep. No way. So I'll just start binging Netflix and my favorite. If you're going to talk about guilty pleasures, all the dating shows on Netflix. No oh way. Oh my God. Love is blind. I love all that stuff. Stop yeah. it. You you can watch those. Oh, I, I, I love I it. I like fast forward through oh, yeah, like half of forward. the yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. yeah. Just I just want to see what happens in the room. Totally. I don't care about the interview afterwards. That's right. Like, That's just right. like give me the, if I could like, <laughs> if it was like a YouTube video where it had little timestamps, I would totally yeah. do that. No. Okay. And it just it allows my brain to turn off do you read um i read non or i read i read non-fiction I've, i haven't read a fiction book since high school i okay. just i don't like that uh i like i like a lot of non-fiction i love learning about storytelling my girlfriend uh her name is nicole she just uh is starting like she's she's already a writer and she's getting her master's in fine arts she just cool. got accepted so and she's such a phenomenal yeah like she is she's the best writer i've ever met in my life and and I wish I was a quarter of the story storyteller and writer she is. And so uh, I love reading about storytelling and I love cool. reading about how the brain works that way. Yeah. Cool. Last question. What's one thing you wish you didn't know? Um, <laughs> Doesn't that, have to be dental. No. <laughs> no. That uh, people aren't who they always seem to be. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and that's why, honestly, Irene, at the beginning, I guess, of the last episode, I was 100% genuine. Because I don't know you. I don't know you at all. I, I met you on your podcast. I follow you on Instagram. I see the persona of Irene. Okay? But for you to reach out and for you to say, hey, you can borrow my podcast equipment to run your own podcast, that is so genuine. You will never find that in dentistry. No. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, just, it's, it's that, that's what friendships are all about. And, and once you get to that layer of that person, that's who you know you've, you've met an ally, you've met a friend. Thank yeah. you. And I, I agree like that with that sentiment. Like, I also wish that I didn't know to what extent people would go to get ahead. Yeah. And I don't, I, w- I, don't even, I don't agree with you with saying that it's friendship. I think it's just like human kindness. Yeah. It's just that's the part that is lacking. I think, and that's a product of our evolution. Like, we're looking around at the trade show floor. Like, everyone here has got something to sell. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to sell something to you, whether it's their product, whether it's them. 50% of the people that are working for these companies might not be there a year later because they yeah. bounce to something else. So, like, you build this, like, hardness to you, I think, yep. that 
I get let down a lot. Absolutely. I guess that's the the, the takeaway that I have is that I get down. A, I get let down a lot. I get let down by the people that I I want to help, but I don't let it affect me to say that I'm not going to give the benefit of the doubt to the next human that walks into mm. my life. I don't let the hardness happen. I like that. And my mom's like that. My mom is just like the most generous person. She'll like give you the clothes off your her back literally she'll yeah. like like oh you like my shoes yeah i don't wear them anyways you can have them <laughs> it was like an ongoing joke when i was a kid that like as soon as something stopped fitting me she would give it away to somebody else and be like where did those jeans go and she's like oh i gave them away and like everything that i owned she would give away i love that so anyways thank yeah. you for thank spending you. your you, morning with me before you yeah. go and lecture um, and hopefully I'll see you guys on your podcast a little later before I bounce. I love it. Cool. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. Peace Good out, job. peeps. We'll see you later. Oh, hi. So you made it all the way to the end. Thank you for sticking around. And I hope you enjoyed this episode, found it informative, entertaining, and of course, as per usual, find me hilarious. If you liked what you heard, it would really mean a lot to me if you could show your support by liking, commenting, or sharing this episode with a friend or family member. Your feedback and engagement helped me get on the mic today, and it would also improve our future shows and reach more people who maybe could benefit from our content as well. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to my podcast on your favorite platform or on YouTube. Follow along on this crazy journey with me at toothlife.irene and at toothordare.podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That way you'll be the first to know when episodes are released and you won't miss a beat. I appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more great episodes in the future. From my team to yours, thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the flip side.